0: Welcome to Design Your Reality, a podcast for all things business, mindset, and design. I'm your host, Tara Rotelli, a New Jersey interior designer who drank far too much coffee before recording this intro. But seriously, I am so incredibly excited to grow with you as these episodes unfold. I am scouring the country to connect you with some of the most interesting and inspiring minds that we could ever meet. My intention is to help you thrive and support you in creating the life of your dreams, baby. (laughs) Hey everyone, so to preface today's episode with Jason Tez, who is a men's fashion blogger and an Instagram extraordinaire, I wanted to let you know that this is an uncut and raw episode, meaning I did not cut out all of the giggles and silliness. Jason is one of my best friends, and when you put two friends together in a professional or somewhat professional atmosphere, like a podcast, there's definitely going to be giggles and stories interlaced into the subject matter at hand. Um, so pay no mind to our giggles <laughs> and just enjoy the show. Jay, you ready?
1: I'm ready. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: we're clump. <verklempt. laughs> okay, I'm gonna intro you. You okay.
1: ready? Ready.
0: Guys, today is such a special episode. Today we're gonna be chatting with Jason Tez. Jason is a digital creator and blogger from New Jersey. He also works as a personal shopper at Netaporte in New York City. Jason is an expert on all things ranging from fashion to lifestyle and digital branding. Not only is Jason a digital creator and blogger, but he has a knack for photography and an eye for overall brand presentation. Jason has collaborated with global brands like Timex, Express, Tom shoes bliss skincare and more he has had the opportunity to work alongside a-list celebrities and is a frequent vip attendee of new york fashion week and today he's going to bring you guys something very special we're going to chat but he's also going to give you three essential tips for an aesthetic instagram feed jason (laughs) hey tara how exciting is this?
1: I'm so excited to be. It's just awesome that you're finally doing this. And I'm so proud of you to have this podcast. So thank you for having me.
0: And thank you for supporting it and being one of my first guests. This is incredible. Um, and I don't know if you listened to my first episode, but this is how we're doing things now is I'm going to start by opening you up with a few um, speed questions. Let's do it. And if our listeners don't like what they hear, they can just leave. Like that's it. You X out the window. You don't like what he likes. Peace. You don't yeah. have to listen. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get into it. Jay, what's your favorite food?
1: Favorite food? Um, I have to say seafood only because it reminds me of my grandma. I'm like all about anything, anything seafood, mussels, clams, shrimp, lobster. Why does it
0: remind you of your grandma?
1: She actually lived down the shore for a huge part of her life. So she kind of like, she's always like boiling, making seafood. And like, that was our, you know, giant dinner with the family. So, you know, coming to hate it as a kid and then learning to love it. Um yeah, anyone who like personally knows me is is well aware how much I love seafood. Hey guys,
0: he's talking about the Jersey Shore. That's right.
1: Jersey That's Shore. That's right.
0: For anybody not from here, yep, we do have delicious seafood.
1: Seaside um, heights is old today.
0: Jay, what is if you could pick one, what is your favorite book?
1: Favorite book, I have a few, but I think my most recent one is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F beep. Um really good, listen to it on Audible. And um yeah, I'd probably also say a few others, maybe Isn't like a- that
0: great to be able to listen? Yeah, I love it.
1: And it's just nice while you, you know, if you're working in the background driving. Um, and another one would probably be like The Journey of Souls, which is a good spiritual book. Um, and really talks about like what we're meant to do here, or soul, you know, if we're aligned or connected. So very good reads.
0: Okay. I'm gonna list those in the show notes, everyone. Um, and then <clears throat> Jay, what would you say if you could choose one? What's your favorite place?
1: Favorite place, oh man. Um, probably Australia, just because um a huge part of my dad's side is from there. Um, so Sydney, Perth, Melbourne, and it's just a different world. I mean, you're on the total opposite time zone and side of the world. So, I mean, it's just really refreshing. Everyone's so nice, calm, you know, kind, cool and collected, opposite I would say. Opposite of New Jersey. <laughs> so opposite of New York and New Jersey, we're always go, go, go. And I think we're just always like rushing to get to our destination. But, um, you know, you'll do get... You, like- do you
0: remember how long the flight is from East Coast to...
1: I don't remember I'll exactly, but it's definitely over like it's 20 something hours. So you wow. get so bored on the plane, don't know what to do with yourself. Like you make friends, like I've gotten in trouble so many times for like standing up and making friends and like, we're just chatting and they're like, Oh, sit down. But
0: i in a nightclub in the air. That's it.
1: Yeah, I miss it. I haven't been in a few years. We try to either they come here or I go there every few years, but um very different. You'll get like somebody's leftovers um, from like their fish and chips and you just get like a bonus fries if you're sitting. Like Um,
0: you're talking, this is everyday life in Australia. People are that nice. They'll just give their food away.
1: A compliment in the elevator. It says it's really nice. Yeah.
0: Wow. Well, so anybody listening, that's not the life we lead in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, like maybe down South, you (laughs) get things like that. So that's why to us, this is like a phenomenon, but Jay, I'm going to give you one more speed question because I see what you got, uh, happening over there.
1: What is your favorite candle? So the one I have lit, I feel like I have to talk about it. It's um Lilabo. It's the cedar scent. So it just smells like beautiful, warm cedar wood. Very good, manly scent, I would say. Um, but my favorite candle at the moment is by Joe Malone, and it's also a woodsy scent. I love Iconic. That. Um Joe, anything
0: Joe Malone smells amazing.
1: Anything Joe Malone, but it's wood, sage, and sea salt. So I feel like if you have like a new space you want to feel inspired, maybe switch up the scent and like get in get inspired for a project you're doing. You get creative mode. Um, it just amazing you will not regret it splurge don't think twice about it um you'll love it
0: and guys for those i don't know if i said it already if i did i apologize i'll probably say it 10 times but me and jay are very close friends Mm -hmm. we love a good candle
1: gotta have a candle (laughs) going it's like
0: (laughs) <laughs> There's nothing better than like a new candle. The like, end.
1: It makes you. It inspires as as you <laughs> to clean your room and like get clear on like you know. It feels like a reset to me. A candle's almost like when I get a haircut. It's the it's same. It shifts the energy.
0: It totally yeah. shifts the energy. But like, sorry guys, this is like super candid recording. I have a candle lit next to me. That's actually from a small company. It's bothering my throat, so I'm gonna blow it out.
1: <laughs> this <laughs> is I'm, live. I'm the
0: f- v- cleanse. I know um so there's that but anyway guys i hope you got to know a little bit about jason uh jay, jay let's pepper in one more question just for fun okay. what is your favorite childhood cartoon
1: um anything nickelodeon i feel like i grew up like watching nickelodeon cartoons so maybe hey arnold yeah let's say Harold.
0: Her- yeah. Hey yeah i don't know why i expected maybe something else but like nobody lists nobody like cartoon network when we were younger that wasn't a thing it was I nah. was like the reject channel. It was always Nickelodeon. Yeah, it was like
1: Saturday morning cartoons, Nickelodeon, and then like Friday night. I think it was like TGIF. That was that was my jam.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, remember that? <gasps> yeah. I can't. Okay, so just to keep back on track, because me and Jay could do this for hours. Um, Jason, you—I've watched you morph into this incredible, confident, magnetic personality. I've watched you take leaps of faith in yourself and, um, you know, always rise to the occasion and take on new challenges. And, you know, we mentioned, you know, in our intro that you're a blogger and that you're in fashion and you're in lifestyle. So Mm -hmm. I just want to ask you as somebody that has the, um, I would say the, the Instagram and the presence and the website and, and the networking that you do, where did it all start? What made you get into this?
1: Wow. So it's definitely loaded and thank you. That was really kind. Um, yeah, I think I kind of faced a little bit of life adversity as we all do. So tough situation. I lost, um, three very close family members, of course, that really changed my reality. It puts you into really puts you into check and you kind of have to grow up really fast as well. Um, so I think, you know, I always wanted something for myself. The short of it, I worked in social media. I worked at two different creative agencies. So we had, you know, some clients that I did social media for, um, and then and that you know, was your major? My major is actually in uh, marketing. So business admin and mar- uh, focus in marketing. So got into social media. I mean, it was definitely new back then. But I got to, you know, grow Facebook likes or run giveaway contests online. And it was fun. I mean, I was young, and I had all this, you know, I guess, power control. Um, so that was really inspiring and motivational coming from maybe like, you know, a job where I felt uninspired. Um, but of course, you know, I got home from work feeling a little bit uninspired and feeling the need to create um, something for myself. And I was having these client phone calls reporting in on their insights and showing them their, you know, their graphs and their growth. And I'm just like celebrating these successes and wins. And I'm like, okay. With
0: big companies too, right?
1: Great companies. Yeah. I mean, um, huge like doctors and bariatric surgeons, um, can't really drop names, but like food restaurants that we all know and love. And it was, you know, a good time. And, I was young, I was just graduating college. So I'm, I'm definitely thankful. But again, I felt like a vessel coming home. I felt like a shell of myself. And yeah. I was like, so what do I do? And I always had this itch, you know, I couldn't scratch, but all my life loved fashion. And I was just like, you know, that little voice or the limiting beliefs, I should say, inside of your head. And you think, there's no way I could do this. I couldn't make a career out of this. This will be, you know, it won't be profitable, or I can't sustain this. Like, it's just a superficial, you know, some made up world. But Again, had to really nurture it. So I got into working for and, uh, Yeah.
0: Sorry to cut you off. So no, so no. you're saying, you know, then you had the itch to start blogging and, and start reviewing and all that. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: who were some of your who inspired you then? Like who were you watching?
1: A ton of inspiration. I think um business entrepreneurs. So I would say like Lewis Howes, he's amazing. Um talks about overcoming adversity in his career as an athlete and then turning into a motivational speaker. Ty Lopez. He's another great one. Um, and then I think Gary Vee, Gary Vaynerchuk, you can't go wrong. If you really want to oh, do yeah. something and get up off your behind, um, watch a few Gary videos and listen to him because he's going to put you in check real fast.
0: I think Gary Vee is becoming like a bit of a household name now just because of how viral he always goes on social. Yeah. But like anytime I hear him speak, I could be in bed and it's <laughs> exactly. like, I got to get up. I got to just do something.
1: I'm not doing enough. Exactly. Yeah.
0: I know. He's, he's insane. He's insane. amazing.
1: Yeah, and so, then of course, okay, like, so you, yeah. you
0: found all these inspirations, and mm-hmm. you you realize, okay, I really want to do this, but what made you take the leap and actually do it? Was there a catalyst or
1: mm, yeah, I think I just wanted to create something for myself, so I mean following them, following their stories, their journeys, and then of course, seeing Instagram, this brand new platform, it really wasn't what it is now, and I saw these new blogger guys and you know, just always thinking like I couldn't be like them. there's no way I could be one of them. Um, so there was like larger guys who had like a few million at the time. And then of course, you know, um, some bloggers that are maybe in my realm that have micro influencers, I would, I say would be a good name for us. Um, 10,000 to like maybe 30,000, 40,000 followers on Instagram. Um, so yeah, I mean, I really think just, um, wanting something of my own and then how could I, you know, make my life into a brand essentially stuff that I loved. So I, it felt natural. It didn't feel forced or, um, you know, kind of like inorganic. I never wanted to come across that way. So, um. Yeah, I think just wanting and to... And did you
0: feel when you when you decided to take the leap and do this and, and, you know, get started, what did you do? You made a logo. Like, what was your first step?
1: Yeah, I think my first step was I started building the website behind the scenes. I started the social account. So I think everyone got like that little creepy notification. It's like, your friend Jason Tez started Tez Trends and it was like, who's this alter ego? Like, I actually had two accounts for a long time only because of my fear holding myself back. I was like, well, I can't post this on my personal account. It has to go right. on my business account. And I never wanted to be so, I guess, annoy any of my friends or anyone in my circle. But um, yeah, I started the social accounts. I created a logo, um, started just like really learning um, the basics, I guess, teaching myself like, you know, how to just blogging, reviewing and giving quick little fashion tips of like how to properly tuck in your shirt and it doesn't look like a big baggy balloon. Right. And, and it's worth <laughs> <all. laughs> <Right. laughs> Almost, almost all guys are guilty of that. I think going to a wedding, like you get comfortable, you take your blazer off, and it's like this. What is this mess? But there's a way to do yeah. it. There's there certain pieces that you can buy for that. Um, critical,
0: and I, absolutely yeah. critical. And
1: it just became an extension of me. I never again, like I'm. I don't want to repeat myself, but again, just nothing is you know that you find on my website. I really, I, I always stand by this, and I could scroll back on my feed and. There's not one thing that I regret. I mean, maybe I could look at a photo and I'm like, oh, that was my best. I could do better. And
0: you're you're talking about the brands that you collaborate with or the the companies that you represent and promote. Yep. Yes. You so you have a genuine um, appreciation for these companies, right? You don't just take anybody you for don't sure. work with just I think okay. it's so
1: important. Um, and you what could kind work- of
0: filter do you run companies through? Like and and tell us I have so many questions. Let's yeah. start there. Okay. So what filter do you run people through before you start promoting their brand?
1: I think first and foremost, I mean, I either have to be a fan, have used it before, shopped at a store before, you know, purchased the brand on my own with my own money, not gifted or, you know, not sponsored. Um, So that's first and foremost. If I haven't heard of you and your brand new startup because those opportunities present themselves, whether it's a, you know, email, DM, anything like that, um, you know, I'll try it out. And I will never promise that. I'll give a positive review, but I would not give a tacky negative review. That's only my standpoint. I don't think – I think it's a waste of time. Um, right. But, I'll, you know, I'll let them know, like, hey, you can send it to me. I'll try it out. I genuinely do try it out. Um, and then I'll post the review if it's worth it, and we'll go from there. Um, so I'm really working it out and making sure that it's a good fit, and I think that's so important to me. I can look back and feel really proud of everything they I've put out. I think I could have accepted tons of things along the way. There's a bunch I say no to, and I'm just like, that's not that's not for me, and it's no right. offense to the brand, I just think it would stick out like a sore thumb for me and it wouldn't feel right.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you're talking like you're not going to promote like um, sneakers if you wouldn't wear them. Totally. So so when someone goes to their feed, they're not just seeing a bunch of random disconnected ads, right? They're seeing a curated, genuine collection of things that you wholeheartedly recommend.
1: For sure. I'm wearing them in real life. I'm wearing them to work. I'm wearing them to outings. I mean, and it's, you know, while it could be gifted or maybe sponsored and we have to technically, um, by the terms and conditions of Instagram, promoting something on there, we do have to hashtag, you know, ad or sponsored at times. So that yeah. kind of gets a little yeah. bit weird. And I think it's a fine line. People are like, well, do you like it? What is it? What is it paid for? How much did he get? Paid? And that's where yeah. that whole mindset comes in of like, is it genuine? But I think it comes across. You can tell. I
0: think people are just overall... Very skeptical sometimes because you see you see the Kardashians you see yep. really huge um, icons and they'll and it'll say ad yep and then it's like ugh, another deal that they just made right but then exactly. there's you then there's people like you that are you know you have a, a large following but you're not necessarily with millions yet hmm. and it's like well now is that disingenuous or is it?
1: Yeah. And I think it depends on the person. You can tell. I mean, even though it's digital and it's a screen and it's a quick photo or a video, you can just tell when it's inauthentic and somebody is just, you know, getting an opportunity really quick. So that resonates. And I hope my audience knows that they can actually trust me. And again, I think an angle, there's a whole lot that the general public or the average person doesn't know if they're not in this space. A lot of brands require hard tangible sales you know you can't just get free stuff and they're like hey here's your pr package here's this beautiful yeah. watch here's this suit but you know we might need to move some product so they have to swipe up they have to proceed so, to Jay, purchase. so, yeah.
0: t- so with that said and i know that you i know how much passion you have and i know that you're honest so i'm gonna yeah. say i'm gonna ask you can you take us behind the scenes mm-hmm. give us one thing That really shocked you. So once you started up, you made your, you made your logo, you made your handles, you started getting your website together and you started either reaching out to brands or having brands reach out to you. What is one thing behind the scenes that shocked you that you weren't expecting?
1: I think just um, when I was starting out, I didn't have, I don't have a huge following now, but I have, a, you know, a, a good community. that I you,
0: you have a hefty following.
1: A <laughs> <laughs> good community. Um, um, <laughs> hefty. <laughs> but basically, <laughs> I think it's, um, you know, that was surprising. You know, it's like, oh, the, the free gifting, the emails come in and the opportunities start rolling in and you get so excited because you just can't believe that, oh my God, I'm getting this skincare for free or, well, they're gifting me with like $150 worth of free product. That's like the exciting, like, fresh and new vulnerable times but then once i realize that wait a second there's a business behind it um you can actually earn you know there's commission there's tiers behind this if you sell x amount sometimes it is dollars sometimes it's clicks sometimes it's impressions so um you know you can't really hide what well, they have access to your back end and that's when i think the line blurs for our moms who have social media right versus me like and something is quote unquote again an ad or sponsored Um, and it's, you know, they can't really put their finger on it. Like, Oh, like what's going on? Because I have an account. Can I do the same thing? But there's a business behind everything you see. So, yeah.
0: Well, and and that's just it too. It's like that no fake follower thing. It's like, yeah, you have to have an organic community and you have to know how to build that organic community. Is that right? And then from there, the brands will be able to offer their service and, and product to you.
1: Yeah. And circles run small. I mean, a lot of these things are the brands directly and which is great because you get to have that one per- point of contact. Sometimes they're like, hey, sign up for this network. And it's a whole affiliate link network. And what I what I'm trying to say is it's not like the FBI. It's not scary or anything. It's exciting because you can see what sales transacted and, you know, all of that. That's the fun insight like nerd in me that really thrives off that. But Yeah,
0: yeah. But So there's actual data behind this. There's an actual strategy. Yes. Right. there's budgets. There's, uh, there's data, there's budgets, there's quotas. So it really is. It looks like, oh, Jason's posting on social media again, but really this is perfectly curated so that everybody wins. So you can be creative, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that the businesses can get exposure.
1: It's double, it's kind of like dual benefit. And I always say, you know, I'm always thankful for any brand partnership because, you know, sometimes there's a contingency um, set, in, set in place where I'm now exposed to their network, which... I would have normally never have been, you know, had that yeah. chance. Um, and right. new fresh new eyes are seeing me as well for the first time and learning about who I am. So it's, um, yeah, I think there's gotta be a mutual benefit for any partnership.
0: So Jen, so how do you personally, and you don't even have to try to be like politically correct here or worry about who you're going to offend. I just mm-hmm. want people to hear this from you. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the word influencer?
1: Oh man, that's a loaded question. Um, not even a question. Just a term. Yeah, I think um, society has given it almost like a negative connotation. We just poke fun at the word. Like, oh, she's an influencer. He's an influencer. Um, and, you know, we almost look down upon it. But I think, it, again, it's almost, I mentioned it earlier, but it's like everybody has a social media account. So they almost like take it as a joke. Like you're opening up Instagram, so am I. But right. I have a strategy behind mine you just posted your food and you went out to eat like, you know, it's
0: it, they're influencers in their own right too.
1: Yes, they are. Yes. It's Everyone. just
0: that posting, posting my McDonald's chicken nuggets isn't going to make McDonald's necessarily want to work with me.
1: <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Sometimes it's the unplanned stuff. You can't plan every last bit of, you know, detail, but again, yeah. I think that's the difference. So I think, you know, there's accounts out there. I won't say the name. We all know it. We probably all follow it. Um, But it catches influencers out in the wild, shooting, you know, whether it's up against a brick wall in an ocean or making a video and making fun of making fun of them. And it's like, is it laughable? It's it's like entertainment. Yeah, sure. But just because we're out there creating this stuff and you know you're you're watching us like take these silly photos, that person's while we're while someone else on the receiving end is laughing, they're really serious about what they're doing. So Yeah,
0: you know what? I I, I can't really relate to how an influencer could feel when they're being watched until Jay and listeners I just had last week an engagement photo shoot with my Mm -hmm. fiance and the photographer, she was bubbly and she was enthusiastic and she was wonderful. I'm going to list her in the show notes because she is a New Jersey photographer and she was just incredible, amazing energy. Right. But she said, I'm going to put you guys in some poses that are going to feel really weird and stupid, but they're going to come across chef's kiss. Perfect. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. and so now you're an innocent bystander you're in new york city where it's hip and happening, and all things are going on right and you're just walking to work and you see an influencer and their photographer getting you know getting a shoot completed and you feel compelled to like (laughs) look at that i'm seeing this Ah, i shouldn't be saying this but in reality like that's their that's hard work you're hustling Hard work.
1: You're working and you're hustling, and it doesn't seem like it because, again, everybody can take out. Everybody one of,
0: has a phone,
1: has this yeah. thing, and can snap a quick photo. But you're not realizing that I have some goals here. I got to get some detailed shots. I got to get the pants. I got to get close up. I got to make sure my carousel's in line. So you know, I'm not. It's and a
0: photographer has to check off her itinerary and make sure that everything was captured. And yeah, so it's a bit. It's a business. Yeah,
1: totally. And I've seen yeah. the. i you know, like when I'm standing on something or sitting on and. You know, in the city, like it, it's just funny. Horns will honk at you. You hear comments. Like people will take. Fo- you can't. You just really can't be self conscious. And I am such a critical person. I mean, my entire brand is curated. If that doesn't say anything, um, you well, know, you're, but-
0: I wouldn't say. I mean, you're critical, but you're. It's more like you have a, a very. You have an eye for detail.
1: Thank you. That's really nice. And yeah, you, thank you
0: don't. You don't kind of let anything pass through your own filter. Right. Of like, you know, this is really what I, I want to put out there. Like you want it to be good quality, right?
1: 100%. I have, I have to just believe in it. I won't stop until, you know, I am happy with it. I have to like go through, you know, the final photos and be like, that's the one. I know this is going to be the main one.
0: Now, do the brands have to approve the imagery you make before you start posting?
1: It depends. I think it depends on the brand and the contract in place. Sometimes you get full creative freedom, which is amazing. And then other times they're like, hey, like we just need these few shots and I can't even say that I've had some experiences, maybe one brand where it was a little bit like, oh, you know, they're great, but we wanted some more variety. And in my head, I'm like, what? I thought I killed it. Yeah, um, like I just
0: spent an entire day getting ready and shooting and it's not good.
1: You know, I, like renting <laughs> not- out a, renting out a place and, you know, yeah. like you again, like celebrating with drinks afterwards, thinking like, man, I, I did such a great job. And um, sometimes you have to revisit and you shoot, you know, just some more supplemental like B-roll content. And that's okay. That mm-hmm. stuff happens in in this business, you know, they, they just want variety. So it's evergreen and they can share it without it looking the same. So sometimes you're changing, you're changing in Starbucks bathrooms. You're changing in store bathrooms. This is the reality. And it's, yeah. um it's funny, yeah. but and, um, we and do goodness, it.
0: we're going to get into, Jason's going to get into, um, you know, he's going to give you some little gifts of, you know, the three essentials for an aesthetic feed, but I, I really want you to, I want you to see, but my goal for the listener isn't just for them to have, to, you know, actionable tips and strategies if this is something they want to do. But I also want them to see the blood, sweat, and tears that goes into getting to the point where you have the tools and you have the the uh, confidence to start such a business. And right. so, guys, so Jason, you know, with being a content creator, he didn't just necessarily – and, Jay, you might not give yourself credit for this, but you didn't just roll out of bed and have this talent and this eye – I watched you curate this eye since we were teenagers. It's crazy, and we're in our thirty, young thirties now, right? It doesn't feel like that, but we are. Mm. So you helped me with my vision in our twenties, right? Yep. And guys, Jay was my—he was literally called—he cool. was my um, creative director.
1: Yeah, yeah, we were so young. We were like early twenties, and yeah. Tara literally was like, oh, I'm starting this business. We met at a Starbucks, reconnected. And she's like, yeah, you've always like had a great eye. I would love to like have you run social and help out with social media, um, almost like assisting in like photo shoots and stuff. And I'm like, this sounds like a dream. I remember going home and remembering her like with her notebook and sketches. I'm like, I hope she does it. That was a cool idea. And just building it from there. And we have so many good memories from that time. Well,
0: think about the, so here's the thing. I, I, I want to drive home is that like, We were in our young 20s, guys, and I had this idea for a clothing line. And at the time, graphic tees were huge. And what I had wanted to do, what my vision for the brand was, that each shirt, it wasn't just we just printed shirts, each shirt was full concept and each shirt had its own photo shoot that related to the shirt itself. So we did a shirt called uh, maintain your composure. And we had a model and we had a full glam squad and everything. And we, and Jason was there and I was there and we had a, a model going into a tattoo shop and actually get the logo tattooed on her arm. I mean, it was fake. It was Photoshop. But yeah. We had a real tattoo artist in a real shop. Shout out to Jay from our lady of Inc. I'll link that in the show notes. Cause he is my artist. Still. Um, but we we went full concept with these photos. Like we literally were inspired by like an America's next top model. Like we wanted editorial photos for t-shirts. Yeah, we and went all I, out. Yeah. And I couldn't, I could not have gotten the result that I did for this brand that is RAP no longer, but I couldn't have had that without Jason. Oh, and so... it started there no it really did because you got to really we both we would sit there guys and pictures don't just happen you know what I could go on a tangent people consume and they scroll and they look and they glance and they like and they there have been hours of planning that went into just creating that one photo that you're just gonna go that's right a, past
1: just a scroll back yeah
0: yeah and and what did we have to do to prepare for the photo shoot for that clothing line
1: Oh my god, we literally had to, like, we would, like, drive around late at night, scout, and, like, scope, I guess I should say scope, scope out um, locations and stuff like that, and just be, oh, this is perfect, that's perfect, like, I remember, like, in between classes, just, like, you know, getting the backdrop perfect then like getting all the props. And we just wouldn't stop at nothing. We because... had to do
0: errand after errand to find the perfect props and make sure the clothes were perfect and the models were ready and coordinate a team of people. Yeah. And we were in our young 20s. We didn't know anything about business, but we had the fire.
1: It was pure passion. the yeah.
0: drive, yes. And you know what, guys? I'm going to probably somewhere on my social media, I'm going to share some of the photos that Jason helped me create with um, my my co-owner at the time. So we had that experience together, which me with an interior design background going into fashion, and then you in a marketing background going into fashion and photography and creative, that really created and inc- offered us an incredible amount of opportunity to like. Uh, what's the word? Like uh, exercise our our talents. I
1: agree. Yeah, it was all an unforgettable experience. I mean, honestly, yeah. just like yeah. we learned as we went, and we just blossomed and grew in time, and it got larger again. We were I don't want to say kids, but young adults that young
0: twenties, yeah.
1: Our friends were like out. And of course we still had our fair share of fun. We weren't like workhorses the whole time. Oh
0: gosh, it was so much fun. And that's the thing. Don't be afraid. If you're listening to this now and you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, I don't care if you're in your 60s. I don't care if you're in your 70s. If you have a business idea, nothing's stopping you. You can do it. And guess what? I may not have been, you know, this clothing line. It may not have been in mall stores just yet. And it might not have been a household name, but it was fulfilling. It got a lot of traction, and it was so much fun. And what was it? A stepping stone.
1: Oh, we have insane so, stories to tell. Stories that some people would love to live to tell the tale, and they, they couldn't, and that's not a compar- we worked
0: with We worked with Kelly Rowland mm-hmm. from Destiny's Child. She was wearing our stuff. We, we met um, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Yeah. We had sponsored artists that were playing bamboozle and, and were touring all over the country. In the shirts, um, in the
1: clothes, yeah. In
0: the clothes. And one of our sponsored artists is an MTV frequent and she's has her own reality show now. And like the amount of networking you get from just deciding, you know what, I have this idea, I'm not going to hold back. And that's exactly what you did too with Tej Trends. Mm-hmm. You You literally just said, you know what, I'm doing it.
1: Yeah, I just had to do it. And I, I, was at a, I was at a point, I would say, anyone that would listen, I don't say just anyone, but like when we talk like business ideas or future ideas, or people like, I want to work for this company. If you gave me eye contact, I probably for a good, <laughs> for a, for a good year told you how I want to start this.
0: <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> I, Guys, I almost spit out my drink.
1: <laughs> I literally would just tell people about this blog. I don't know why this is so funny. I would just tell people about this blog. And thinking back now, they probably looked at me like, What is he talking about? What does he want to do? How is he going to make money? And finally- No, it's
0: hilarious because it's true. Like when you're creating and you're in your flow, like your creative flow, you're you're just like this. Like you just, I can't wait to tell somebody. And then the second you have the opportunity, it's like, well, I'm working on this passion project and I'm-
1: and, and you know what? Bad. Yeah, I think it was overthinking as well. Like I wanted, I wasn't creating an alter ego. Like you know, I thought it was like this. It was this, you. It was cool, you. Cooler version of myself, but it's like it was all because of overthinking. And once I finally did it, it just grew from there.
0: Jay, it wasn't a cooler or it isn't a cooler version of you. It is you, right? It, it, like you it, are it. cool. And <laughs> <laughs> this guys, cool. Um, oh. So here's here's something huge. And and guys, I promise we're gonna get to these incredible tips. But I need to know from you. How did you handle, as you were trying to start this up, how did you handle the naysayers, though, and the people that were not on board
1: with you doing this? There's still so many until this day, but I think um, with maturity, with time, with growth, um, sounds like I'm like tooting my own horn, but literally you just learn. No, you're
0: you're in self-development. That's
1: beautiful. You you learn that it's just noise, and you learn that they're probably, and I used to do it myself. I, I think a huge thing that I always live by is, When you recognize these things, you probably used to do it because you know the pattern. So I used to do it. I used to be like jealous of this one. Oh my God, he has this. I'll never do that. And, you know, it's anyone who's like kind of like yapping away. Like, how will you make money off that? How are, what's that going to do for you? Negative
0: Nancy's.
1: It's, it never led those. It's not even about like, oh, I'm better than those people now. That's a horrible mindset, but they only said it because they were unsure of probably themselves.
0: Something within them. Yes
1: and i just have to live by that and remember that and um yeah just shutting off the noise i think has taken me a very long way i just feel like i just operate totally different as you know um as compared to when i first started
0: so do you feel like do you feel like doing this has changed you? Then you would say you've you've transformed through this. This was spiritually,
1: right? mentally, maybe like in in terms of owning my own business, owning my. it's just it's just an escape, and it's like it's not this chore. I feel like I, you know, it's, it's myself, but I know I have an objective and a goal, and it motivates me. And I I do always say that my blog has never let me down. um yeah. Ever, even when I get you know miss an opportunity, I'm like, man, that would have been cool. Or I'm scrolling my feed and. I know some of these guys, I say guys, because mainly, you know, menswear bloggers, it's the industry's kind of small, we all know each other, some of us are friends, we bump into each other at events, and we're not competing. But, you know, if it's a cologne deal or clothing, and I see what they shot, and I'm like, man, I could have gotten that. But you can't be bitter, you can't really right. count the missed opportunities. I just sometimes, you know, oh, because
0: what's meant for you is going to be yours.
1: Right. And sometimes, you know, the following week, you're like, man, I'm in a low point, like, what's going on? What's up? Like, I'm vibrating lower. I'm not getting any good opportunities, but it's like, did I put in any work? Did I outreach? Did I follow up on that pending thing? Um, and then sometimes you get pleasantly surprised and it's, it leads you to bigger and better. But, you know, again, I can look back and sometimes I can't even believe what I've done. That's not a bragging thing. It's like, no, wow. No, like,
0: no, it's, it's not. I, Cause you know what, Jay? Like, that's what it's about. I I, I wish for every human Mm -hmm. That in the day that they're in today, and in the mind that they're in today, they can look back and say, "Wow, I'm better than I was yesterday." I wish that for everybody.
1: Yeah, it's making yourself proud. It's almost like you know. I don't say it from a cocky place. No, no,
0: no. And and if anybody interprets it that way, shame on them because that's not it. It's it's Uh, you're allowed to. You're allowed to be, wowed by yourself. That's okay.
1: That's the goal, and it's like I can you know just looking back and feeling. Hole, and you're like, wow, I did that, and impressing yourself. Yeah. And, That's and awesome. Jay,
0: like Jay, wait, guys, we didn't even touch on this. Jay is nine feet tall.
1: I'm pretty. <laughs> there's, I don't fit anywhere. <laughs> I don't fit in airplanes. He doesn't
0: fit in cars.
1: <laughs> I don't fit in Ubers. I don't fit in the back seat. Um, I can't fit in. I could barely fit in like train subways. Um, I can't find clothes. I, I, my whole business is about styling and putting on and taking photos and clothes. I'm <laughs> I've walked out of fitting rooms before, literally with like a stack of pants is my nightmare. Pants are my nightmare, I should say. Um, <laughs> you
0: start sweating.
1: <laughs> I'm sweating now thinking about it because it's in my head. Um, I've walked out of fitting rooms before, literally. Uh, I feel like I'm screaming. I, I've walked out of fitting rooms with like a stack, pancake stack of pants, and like been like, oh, none of them work. And like Zara, Macy's, Blooming, like anywhere, and people are like, well, where do you buy clothes? And I'm like, great question. Like it's it's really just like trial and error.
0: Shorts. <laughs>
1: i should have to live my life in shorts from now on Uh, yeah
0: but but the thing is like you know look at where you came from though like yeah you not only did you transform your your physical appearance because guys when i met jason back in (laughs) high school he had for anybody watching the video you can see my hands he had spiked hair that was like nine inches nine to twelve inches tall off his head so he was already tall and then he did the taller hair such a geek no, you were awesome, though. Like, that was the thing then. Like, that was so cool. Hey, you know cool.
1: what? I won best hair in, in, um, in high school. So See? That, that's mm-hmm. not something.
0: All of us with that regular regular ass hair, we weren't in the yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, look, look where you – like, that's what's so fascinating about personal growth and de- personal development and taking leaps of faith because you can be the person that you envision yourself to be.
1: The spire, I'm a on a journey
0: now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like for years I've wanted to start a podcast. I just love talking to people, and you know, it, it's eh, I'm not going to do it. now. Nah, I'm not going to do it. And finally, I did it, and mm-hmm. add that onto my resume, and it's making me happy. It's totally. I feel fulfilled, and and to be able to watch that with you, I I really just think it's so inspiring that you you did this, and I wanted to just t- wanted to just touch on something you said about how. There were naysayers and, you know, people all had their little comments and whatever, but I'm going to be a little vulnerable right now and like kind of reveal this about myself. And I don't know if you can agree that you've done this, but there has been times on my business account that I've posted something just candid Tara here. Here's me, put it on. Mm -hmm. and then a few minutes go by and I look at it and I I click and I see who viewed the stories and I'm like oh that person viewed it and then I try to watch myself through that person's eyes and then I see somebody else that viewed it that's like a different category and I'm like oh like oh I don't know if I should have posted this and I fight that feeling because Mm -hmm. you're we're all being like watched on social media so what advice do you have for like overcoming that anxiety of like worrying about like the Tom, Dick and Harry that's looking at your feed.
1: It's gonna happen and people have, you know, nowadays it's kind of creepy to say they even have like secondary or fake accounts. If you block or mute them, say it's like an ex or a friend that you just don't want in your life or anything um, of that sort. I think, again, if you feel connected to it, your car you drive, I mean, I hope this for everyone, I hope you like your car. The clothes that you wear, you know, everyone deserves to feel connected. It's not even materialistic or superficial. It sounds horrible, but the clothes you wear, I mean, even if you're just wearing a, a t-shirt, are you wearing a red t-shirt, are you are wearing a yellow one because you're really social and bubbly and you want to show that, or are you wearing like black because you're just kind of feeling like you want to blend in today? You should always feel connected to everything and your social media should be that as well. So if you have an opinion, um, you can't really apologize for offending someone because someone in there could be the most, you know, like wholesome opinion and you're never going to please everyone. Living by that has taken me so far because I mean, till this day, have I deleted a post here and there? I'm like, oh, I didn't get enough likes, didn't do as well as I thought it would.
0: I think we're all guilty of that sometimes. Well, from at least the brand space, like anytime you're a personal brand.
1: But yeah, we, we all it's do
0: like it. I'm fighting to overcome that and bring my authenticity and realize that I'm going to lose a few. Um, yeah. There's going to be a few people that don't resonate with me and have a nice day. Yeah. That gives more room for somebody who does resonate with my message to follow me. And the ones who don't
1: belong there are just filler anyway. They're probably just spying and viewing your stories, and um, you know, it's, or whatever
0: it's- we want to make up about it. But you know, it's just it's about like just bringing that authenticity. And I know that you strive for that, and I've been trying to do that as well. Because what's the point? You're never gonna please everybody, right?
1: Never. Yeah, it's impossible. So,
0: with that said, though. When you're curating your business Instagram feed, there's no shame in having a standard for it.
1: Not at all. No, that's your brand.
0: So, yeah, and, and that's, that's the, the version of you that you wish to present or that's the feeling you're wishing to evoke from somebody based on the color palette you choose. And So, yep. Jay, I really want to hear you get into these tips. I really want to know what you're going to tell me are the three essential things for an aesthetic Instagram.
1: For sure. Yeah. So I think I would definitely start by planning for sure. So planning out your feed is just the recipe for success. I mean, if you don't plan, you plan to fail. I am such a planner in my life. Um, even in my, I literally physically write down things. Um, if it's temporary and could be changed, it's in pencil so I can erase it. Um, and if oh, it's like prim- you use
0: a physical planner.
1: Can't live without it. Um, and so you're
0: saying for Instagram, your post should be physically planned out
1: physically planned out and yeah just relating that back to digital i think uh, just being a planner in my everyday life i mean you know whether it's a tree or flowers as filler versus your coffee cup and then you know your campaign where it's like a pretty loud ad you want like minimal stuff around that you don't want to have like jarring jarring i'm selling you something i'm selling you something this isn't authentic you know and spacing that out um some people's feeds i mean it's it's all them all the time but i think if you have a planning app whether you are You know, if you're drawing anime, if you are, you know, a tattoo artist, if you are a singer, a dancer, of course, I mean, if you're a dancer, I think I hope every video is like you dancing, but maybe people want to see you like, working out, they want to see you, you know, your outfit, like your cool dance outfit. So I think it's, um, again, planning, it doesn't mean that it's inauthentic, because you're like, Oh, that's, that's not live. Well, he took that like three weeks ago.
0: That's what's hilarious is people forget like, Hey, yeah, I might have posted this sandwich, but I ate that a week ago. (laughs)
1: Like it's okay. Instagram doesn't have <laughs> yeah. to be live, so it's. Um, I think when you plan, you have just this nice, like, curated feed. And again, um, you can look back and you're like, "Oh, that's are, cool. there, that's."
0: are there certain like apps that you use for this or, or programs?
1: Yeah, there's a bunch out there. So I use Planoly, um, and that's a great one. And there's also like Unum, which you can use, and Preview, I believe. Those. And I'll two are,
0: link these guys in the show notes.
1: Those two are both free. So Planoly is paid, but Unum and Preview, from what I know, I believe they're still free um and yeah you can just plan out and like play with squares and filler stuff and you'll just feel inspired to you know what you're creating next and if you're out somewhere like even drinking or eating and whatever or like up against the brick wall you'll know that like that post can be there soon um or you're planning to take that soon um so planning first and foremost um i would say editing is next so tip number two is editing for sure um get yourself some editing apps i personally use lightroom I love that, and I drop like the same preset on almost every photo. Um, usually, not when I work with a photographer because I think that's a little bit offensive. Rule of thumb: do not drop a filter on any photographer's photo that's highly offensive, unless you guys know any different. The photographers I worked with don't drop an Instagram filter on it, please. Um, and I just think that's so. I imp- can't
0: use XX Pro.
1: Don't use that and like the, the uh, black border. Like those days are gone. Like people just like drop. Like they like lower the resolution. Um, but yeah, most of my personal photos on my phone that I've taken, I'll drop the same filter just for a familiarity and you know aesthetic feed. So I think editing is huge. Some free apps. I believe Lightroom is free. Lightroom Visco or VSCO, however you may pronounce it. A easy tip to get started: go in there, look through those filters, and just drop one on that you like and. Try.
0: But how does that work if I am integrating some photography from a pro?
1: I think just. I've
0: selected that filter.
1: Looking out for tones. I mean, so I wouldn't, you don't have to drop it on every one. So the photography ones, I wouldn't personally put it on there. Um, but, you know, just having the same like moody tones. If you just got fall photos done and you have like a hazel mocha theme and you really have like that brown moodyness going on, choose one of the photos that have the leaves incorporated in there and it's going to tie in perfectly. So you can always. So
0: don't put like a beach ball next to it. <laughs>
1: Exactly. I think it's about consistency. So if my theme, I love, I love black and white and I love white. So white to me is clean, pristine. And that's when people are like, whoa, it's it's really clean. What's going on, which is different. But my focus color is white. If you go through my, th- my feed, you're going to see a ton of white space in there. Um, right. So play with that. And I think just um get a feel for what you like. If you like a darker, moodier, lighter, brightened area, I've seen like dusty rose feeds. Again, don't focus on it too much because then you might not be authentic and you're just feeling it. So it's a balance. It's a fine line. But
0: it's about having an intention, having a direction.
1: Right. And not everybody, it's not for everyone. Some people just want themselves every photo. So it's you up against, again, like it's you up against the log cabin. It's you up against the brick wall. It's you on a park bench. Yeah. That's okay too. And,
0: and this is the other thing, folks, if you're somebody who you're like, you know what? I don't really even care. Okay, right. My fa- okay, fine. Power to you. We're that's not a, saying that yeah, that's negative or there's one way to do it. It's that, you know, If you go to a feed like Jason's, and I hope you guys have gone there or will, if you go to a feed like Jason's, you're going to see it's just magnetic because it's so beautifully crafted. And that's what he's going for. And these tips are for if you want something similar.
1: Right. And my feed is not perfect, but to me, I'm happy with you're it. You're happy so. with
0: it. Yeah, yeah, you feel you represented yourself properly and you created some art.
1: Right. Thank you. So, so
0: Not yeah, for everyone. So, so, okay. So, number one. You need need to be planning, have a planning app. Number two, it's all about your editing of these images. Mm -hmm. And what's number three?
1: Number three is good photography. So it doesn't mean go out and charge this. Like not everyone is so fortunate to have this beautiful DSLR camera. You know, then you're adding on a $1,000 lens. I think, you know, um, we all have a smartphone or, you know, a phone on us. That's the camera that's on us. I'm still using
0: my Nokia. uh,
1: Okay, that didn't apply to you. <laughs> so, again, I hope you know if you have a, a razor, if you have a smartphone, yeah, like the detachable camera that you have to turn and it was like brown <laughs> and grainy, just post your whole feed as that. Um,
0: That actually like sounds amazing, but keep going. Sorry.
1: Anyone who would release that account would go viral overnight. Um, but anyway, yeah, I think just um, if you have your smartphone on you, that's the phone that's on you, it's genuine, you're not editing, it's not overdone, you can easily take like quick burst photos. So, good photography, invest in it. Get yourself some professional shots, especially if you are, you know, selling a brand, selling yourself, selling a service, invest in that. What are you creating? If you're a designer like Tara, I mean, I hope I would see you like flipping through some swatches, paint colors, and like you working because you're working like a mad scientist. Me, I mean, I want to see the clothes. I want to see the clothes up close. If I'm purchasing that from a retail store, whether it's Ecom Online swiping up and the link is right in front of my face, or if I'm going to, after work, I'm going to head right to the store and buy it. I wanna see from my feed that it's like, you know, wrinkle free. It's, you know, really pigmented. It's it looks great on. It's falling good on my body. Right. So it's um, I think the details and photography professional photos will take you such a long way. So mixing those in, my feed is not all professional by any means, but again, it's the consistency with the editing that makes it look um, you know, pretty professional, I would well, say. Well,
0: that's that's it too. So if your other top tip is good photography, guys, not everything's gonna be free.
1: Mm -mm. you gotta invest
0: invest. you either listen yes can you make magic with the iphone 150 percent? i've seen you do it i've seen jason take pictures of me that blew my mind um but you know not everything's going to be free you're going to have to sometimes pay for apps you might have to pay photo editors you might have to pay photographers you might want to develop a relationship with these people
1: i think so and having that go-to person always helps or people you know if you have like two photographers or three that you normally work with i mean me i've been very fortunate and blessed it's She's one of my best friends. Her name is Laura. Um, we'll include her information as well. But yeah, she is so talented. And I mean, when you see me laughing, even like in the shots, we are friends. Like Tara and I, this is a this is how we talk on the phone. That's not an act. I mean, we are genuinely connected. So I think when you have that, if I'm laughing in a photo, probably an inside joke. It's probably a genuine. So you're laugh.
0: saying like people should develop should work with somebody they're
1: comfortable with it reads again like i think i said it earlier and i keep like going back to points but it's like you can see it you see it in someone's eyes you see it in their face their body language get someone you're comfortable with you can just tell when the last thing you want to do is pay for photos and you're like you don't look like yourself or you're not right. happy with them so somebody that is going to just bring out the best in you and capture those special moments know your angles i think that's huge um and
0: and and like knowing how to evoke your inner beauty i think because i've shot with a couple photographers too and i always start out i'm not as comfortable as you are in front of the camera and i always start out kind of like what do i do like very stiff like
1: and i've seen that so many times
0: and then if you're lucky the photographer i think they're good at what they do when they could like calm you down like listen girlfriend chill Mm -hmm.
1: It still no, you're not
0: on a job interview with the FBI. Like you exactly,
1: can <laughs> still happens. It happens to me almost every time, and it's. I always say that. So people, you start
0: out nervous too, even though you do it so much.
1: Always because I'm in my head, I'm overthinking of what it looks like behind the screen, and if I just see myself, then I get it, and then it, it flows. So, and I've been behind, you know, behind the camera as well. I'm not always the subject of. So yeah. I've shot. i shot for friends and family just here and there. And, and
0: how did you get? So you have some photography skills, and this helps you, right?
1: yes uh, yeah.
0: but how did you how did you pick this up like did you do you just have a natural talent or did you have to study photography
1: I've always loved it I think ever since I got my first actually when I was in high school it goes back to high school I got like my first I saved up like all my paychecks for like this camera I think it was like or 400 bucks your mall
0: store paychecks that we got minimum wage
1: it took me a long time my whole paycheck went on like gas diner food local shows starbucks like that's all it went to
0: guys in jersey the diners to die for
1: we have the best diners sorry oh yeah um but yeah like i saved up for this camera and it was in my pocket anywhere we went like charged up ready to go capturing videos capturing friends I had no aesthetic. I had no theme. It was, this was, stuff wasn't posted anywhere. Actually, I was emailing it to friends. I think it was like, I would use like photo bucket. Is that a thing? Oh, we
0: had the world is around. We had is like around. these weird, weird websites.
1: They were, these photos were meant for MySpace, actually. And like nobody cared. I mean, like you you cared about your default photo and how you looked, but that was it. And um, Yeah, it wasn't yeah.
0: like it is now. It was definitely more raw.
1: I just always loved capturing not only my life, but like the life of others. And if I send somebody an old archived video from like 10 years back to this day, I can just go on my account again, or being organized. It's by year, it's, it's by year, by month. Yeah. And I can just pull those and it's a great memory. So starting out just like, it sounds so cheesy, but like the core concept of what photography even is um and then the role of
0: thirds and colors and all that kind of stuff
1: yeah then I got my first DSLR um and it was super you know it wasn't crazy expensive that was an investment in college and I would just go around to parks and shoot with friends and get them more comfortable um yeah going from there and then so I I enjoy both but I do see the whole nervousness thing going back to that I feel like even when I've shot anyone else the end of the shoot, those are the best photos because the yeah. my headphones are gonna fly out. The the edge is off and it's like that's when the best stuff comes out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah but so that's the thing too, like I, I think I touched on this like a couple sentences ago or whatever, but like guys, we there's something to say about talent and then there's natural talent and then there's something to say about experience and like if you're just starting something creative for the first time let's say you've worked in like the medical field and you've always had the dream of being a fashion designer right like it's not going to be pretty when you first start you need to go through that growth and like don't give up because look where it gets you and like this is the thing again where there's no limit on age you could start something at 45 years old and your kids are shipping off to college. And yeah, you're going to start something and you might not be the best at it. And and if that's the case, you can choose to either hone your skill or you can hire.
1: Hire help. If you need, if you need the help in your weak at something, recognizing your weaknesses will take you so far. And you, right. can, you can master, I mean, something that you have an interest in. But I think people are so, you know, like, oh, I can't do this or I tried this and it didn't come out. The way I wanted to. Don't be embarrassed about that. It's okay. Yeah. You, you can't do it all. You can't be an email designer and then you know I'm taking photos and I'm editing them myself. And it's nice when you can save money, but. Get the help that you need. And and
0: listen, it might sound contradictory because here Jason is telling you, well, I I take my own photos and I am my own model and I do my own Instagram. But again, those were curated skills that he's worked on since Mm -hmm. he was a teenager. So, um, you know, listen, with me being an interior designer, I can tell everybody very plainly because even my clients know this. One of my weaknesses is administrative organization. Uh, That's not my zone of genius. My zone of genius is putting fabrics together and creating looks and communicating and evoking emotion for my clients and like learning and discovering them. But I can't file away my paperwork for beans. So I have to hire for that and that's okay. But like, you know, if you could find a career where you get to operate in your zone of genius and there's a book I'm reading right now. Oh, what's it called? I'm going to list it in the show notes. It's called, um, oh guys, I forgot what it's called, the big leap or something. And it talks about this. It talks about how, you know, you, there's, there's different zones, there's zones of competence, zones of excellence, and then there's your zone of genius. And that's where you need to be operating. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I hope everybody took something from this. And if you're just looking to start anything creative, just do it, but be Go patient for and forgiving and, and love yourself and don't put too high expectations on yourself, right?
1: You just get better. You get better with time. I mean, yeah. Are there cringy photos that I look back on? Yeah, for sure. I mean, but as a whole, again. But that's
0: part of you. That's part of your story. So we don't delete those, right, guys?
1: No, we don't delete we, them. In... We
0: leave our we leave our old selves. It
1: sounds like I'm contradicting myself. I'm like, oh, you can look back and be proud. I mean that, like, it's okay that they're there. And I, I look at it and I'm like, oh, I just scroll a little bit more up. And I'm like, whoa, I like really grew there. So, yeah. again, just any anything that you're starting don't overthink it i think overthinking and i'm um, personal um victim uh, i don't say victim but personal like lesson of that for me per- i'm not making any sense um, yes, you are. i went through that myself and i think overthinking right. is your biggest like hurdle and roadblock don't do it, just totally go for nice. it. yeah
0: just do it 100 and life is short and like i know we're coming off like a little like we're double teaming lecturing you guys
1: yeah it seems like it <laughs>
0: But that's just because we've been there. And there's been times where I've seen Jason where he could have easily just said, you know what? I'm done with my blog. I'm I'm done. But guess what? He persevered and he kept going. And Jay, like just to show you guys the magic of like when you follow your heart and you follow your dream. Jay, can you, are you able to name drop one of the celebrities you've worked with?
1: yeah for sure um so i got an opportunity to work with nick jonas actually and it always happens like again we're talking about planning and being careful and mindful i knew i was going to this event so i was actually helping them launch i was going to create content um for nick jonas and john Varvados, who's a designer they were doing a collab cologne together um so i knew like nick would be at well i had a feeling i would hope so at his own fragrance launch but um i knew he'd be there i knew i'd have like cool like you know, photos with the cologne bottle. That's all I knew, and I signed up for that, and it was, you know, it was coming. Um, but I was at my desk at work, and I went. I got out around like five p.m. I got an email like four thirty, and like, hey, Jason, are you still in the city? Like, can you actually make it here at the venue a little bit earlier? We'd love to have you film with Nick. You'd be one of like the ten chosen guys that are coming tonight. And I was like, yeah, sure. And I think that's when I really saw, like, well, like this is a whole new level. Like, this is really cool, and it's not because of who he is. I grew up watching Disney Channel, like, listening to the Jonas Brothers, knowing who they were, and here I am, like, working with him. Yeah,
0: they're Jersey Boys, guys, so... Yeah, like, it was just (laughs) a really
1: really cool moment. Like, I'm sending my, you know, my my mom and aunt and, like, family and cousins, like, well, how'd you get that? How'd you do that? And it's really interesting. I think this goes into a segue, but it's, like, people just react to totally different things. You can share five things and get... Oh, totally.
0: This is the buzz. This is, like, the highlight. That's why I asked you about it, because, guys, like... Again, Jason was working a job. He wasn't super inspired and he wasn't in his zone of genius. He was running social media for somebody else, random companies. And now, fast forward, and you listen, it's like, again, those bragging points, but it's not. It's like just your version of success. You're meeting celebrities. You hugged him.
1: It comes, it comes full circle. You hugged
0: um... (laughs) Nick. Yeah. (laughs) I got nervous.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I did. Um, and we just did this whole little skit. Like we did some like, it was like five minutes of rehearsal time, just me myself alone. And they're like, "Oh, Nick's gonna come behind the curtain." And my friend Nikki, um, hope you're listening, Nikki. Um, she was with me, and they were like, "Do you want her in the video or do you not?" Like this is how it goes down in itself. So, it's just like it's so rapid. fast and reactionary. And I was like, I look at Nikki, and I'm like, "Yeah, like of course I want my I want my friends in it." And like you know, we just had such a good time. And again, I talk about a, yes, this was planned, but it felt so normal and nick was just super nice and felt, cool. it
0: just felt comfortable because that's what you wanted it's it's what you're shooting for and then guys jason you also you mentioned or i mentioned in your intro that you've collaborated with express yep jason shows up in people's mailboxes now
1: yeah i actually and like you're this, on the
0: mailers in
1: this cabinet behind me i have like some of the things that i can't get rid of that's those are in there Your
0: memorabilia.
1: Um, <laughs> you know just stuff like that that never gets old like that actually happened during um i want to say like, April or May of COVID, last year, 2020. So, I mean, the whole world's, like, upside down. We're terrified. Like, what do we do with this whole new way of life? Yeah. And it's like, you know, I I shot it at home. Literally, the way I I wish we could probably maybe, like, put the shot up. If we can't, it's fine. But yeah. I, I taped my iPhone to my ceiling in my bedroom to get this above shot.
0: Really? I didn't know this.
1: And a fun little fact, and that's how it was. And it's like, again, there's no... Rental fee. I'm not at a hotel. There is like no no production, no photographer. Well, and they
0: sent you the clothes, so like even that was covered.
1: Sent me the clothes. Actually, I'm wearing oh, this. was... Wow, embarrassing. This was not planned. <laughs> this was not planned. This was the shirt I was wearing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, Jay, Mister Mister Tez Trends. You don't. Everyone's just gonna scar- think clothes after
1: you. <laughs> everyone's gonna think that that we planned that we didn't plan that. <laughs> That's
0: great. Um. So.
1: Yeah, but it's a good it shirt.
0: It's a solid shirt. I'm glad that I'm glad that you're wearing that.
1: Yeah, but it ends up with mailers. I'm like, people are just like, uh, oh my god, you're in my mailbox. Like, and it was just, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, everyone felt so heavy and down. And for me, I'm like, what is like, what's going on? What's my life? And it, it just taught me like, be resilient during this time. Like, don't give up. And yeah, yeah, it's fully, cool, really cool.
0: Fully follow the dream, guys. Whatever that dream may be, you want to start a shoelace company. There's a market.
1: Chase it. Don't let there's somebody a, tell you that there's, there's... a tribe. That there's low margins on that or you're not going to make enough or how much. I could just
0: picture somebody's dad with their new balances on, like putting their thumbs in the belt buckle. Like, (laughs) sorry, buddy, I don't think that's going to be the thing that's going to make you rich. I see it. I see that generation critiquing it. But guess what? If you are passionate about shoelaces, you make the best damn shoelaces there is. Yeah. You get on Google. The most beautiful thing that that the heavens have gifted us with in this era is you have an encyclopedia of information available to you. Figure it out. How yeah. to start a shoelace company? Google it. Figure people, it
1: out. People have gone on Shark Tank who have brilliant, genius business ideas and have walked out with no deals. And guess what? Now they're in like huge, huge, you know, multinational retailers. Bed Bath. I conti- have a
0: scrub daddy. I know all about it.
1: Container store, bed bath, a, 390,
0: a 399 sponge.
1: I have a, I have a scrub mommy in my sink and it's dual sided. So the scrub mommy is oh, There's the, a
0: mommy and a daddy.
1: The mommy is the way to go. If you're going to choose between a scrub daddy and scrub mommy get the mommy.
0: We'll talk about that later. Cause I need to put on my bridal registry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so guys, we, we, you know, again, you get to see me and Jason's friendship inter, intertwined here. Um. But we, I think we, we had so much fun. And, um, Jay, is there anything – do you have a little offer to give anybody if they are to check you out after listening to this?
1: Yes, I do. So I hope you check out my website, um, just teztrends.com, and all my social handles are at Teztrends. And, um, yeah, I actually put together –
0: Trends with a Z or an S at the end?
1: Good question. Um, With an S.
0: And Tez is T-E-Z.
1: T-E-Z, yes. People don't even know what it is. They're like, trends. Like, what is it? And I'm like, just – has trends um, go, with it, buddies.
0: Yeah. Go,
1: go with it um but yeah i actually put together only because again personal brand i have a i like to call it a wedding tour again because uh, <laughs> covid and weddings and dates shifting around i have a slew of weddings this summer i have about a total of five um so i put together just a quick little
0: That's like a lot of cha-cha slide you have to do
1: I'm not doing that. <laughs> Maybe we'll see, depending. Um, but yeah, like I just so I figured I put together a quick little gift guide, and um, there's just really easy dresses for you ladies out there, like flattering all different silhouettes, all different body types can look good in them. And then for the guys, I mean, me myself, I told you about my pant dilemma. Um, there is stuff in there, so you can actually get you know big, tall, normal size. You can find something in there for you to look great. So, Jay,
0: words. wait. You know what's hilarious about this, guy is Like, I'm going to blow up Jason's spot and he might kill me. Mm. No offense to all the kings and males out there listening to this, but y'all don't know how to dress.
1: <laughs> really? Oh, no.
0: Wait. I didn't wait, say it. I didn't say wait. it. Okay, Here's what's hilarious. So now I'm going to blow Jason's spot up, okay? So, Jay, what's the story where – So you were going to a wedding and you were in a bridal party and you – had to go for a fitting for a tux. <laughs> where did you go? Oh, uh,
1: I think I know where <laughs> this is going. Oh, my what God. What store did you go to? So to my defense, it was my cousin at Anita's wedding. I was on her husband's side, naturally. So Anita and Laszlo are my cousins. Um, but I was on his side, and I was like, oh, where are we going to get our like our tuxes? Like, where's the spot? And I was just in a rush, and I'm on a highway where there is very close in proximity to each other. David's bridal. And then Men's Warehouse. Guess where I had to go? (laughs) Men's Warehouse. Yeah. But but I pulled in wild. Like, I got distracted by a Dunkin' Donuts. I'm swerving in, and I see both of them. I'm thinking David's bridal is all-encompassing. Bridal Suite, Like, brides go there.
0: Bridal bridal wedding tux. Like, that's where your brain went.
1: Grooms go there. Like, you say, like, the bridal party. It doesn't mean the bride owns the party. It's all-encompassing. So, of course, I... I stroll in there, of course, and didn't think it through, and I probably should have. Um, you know, it was a bad day. And um, the girl is up against the podium and has her little, like, notebook, appointment notebook and stuff. And I was, like, literally walked in there, no appointment no nothing, and I go, hey, I'm here for a fitting, and she just looks me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even tell the story. She looks me up and down as if I had five heads, an alien couldn't <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't figure me out.
0: Jason's nine foot tall. <laughs> she went in and said, Hi, have I'm you a... ever Sorry. So, she,
1: yeah. so she looks me up and down, scans me, and probably doesn't want to be offensive because we all know that you cannot offend anybody these days. It's very sensitive. So she goes, She goes, For a dress or. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what'd you say?
1: By the way, guys, never wear a dress. Um, yeah, there's like he was just, not
0: there for a dress. He was supposed to go to men's warehouse for a fitting for a tux. But
1: so, yeah, so she looks at me and I says that, and I'm just like, and I was like, oh no, like for a tux, I was so confused, and I'm like, for a tux, she goes, oh, I think, and this probably happened so many times, so I feel a little bit better yeah. that there yeah. are other guys that I've walked in this place. Thank God. Um, and she goes, she goes, oh, you men's warehouse is right over there, and this lady was like cleaning, and she's like, she's like, oh my God, he said, is there a tux here? <laughs> so. I felt so much better about it. I was probably, like, I was beat red, but I'll never forget it. My friend Michelle actually made the funny, funniest comment when I told her the story. She's rolling, couldn't even breathe on the phone. But she was, like, they probably looked at you over like, where are we going to get the fabric for this one?
0: Yeah, yeah. But, like, this is, like, the whole thing. So, like, let's make this full circle. That story, I could pee. It's so funny.
1: It's, like, not as funny no as offense, how we hold it here. Men.
0: No offense, men. But, like, you guys don't know where to shop. So Jason has created this gift guide, or not a gift guide, this, um, this wedding guide, wedding attire guide. Shopping guide. Shopping guide. <laughs> Gosh, will, you can tell this is unscripted. Um, and uh, you could just click the links, and you could find an assortment of fabulous clothes so you don't have to go into a wedding dress store and try to find a tux.
1: And if you have any questions about sizing, how something fits, fabric, literally please DM me. I'm always on DM, and I try to respond pretty quickly. So. If you
0: don't know, though yeah do you do you like just by working in the industry do you kind of know like how to get this information quickly
1: yeah for sure i think there's like size and fit notes and you can see what size the model's wearing and um yeah it's pretty accessible and i think you get familiar with any of the brands that i put in there um i familiarize myself you with
0: or something yeah i
1: know how they fit in the fabric and all that
0: and then Jay, like do you think eventually you'll you'll end up offering um private shopping or you don't know if that's where you want to go yet
1: possibility and I've done it before so um, I think so in time and if, if there was an interest for it um, and I enjoy it you know again shopping should be fun it doesn't have to be you don't have to sweat in the fitting room and be like oh, I can't fit into this oh my god I bring out the
0: pancake stack of pants that you don't fit into
1: yeah, yeah I do it myself and I'm literally telling yeah. people like, you got to love it but shopping should be fun and you should feel inspired and good and you should want to wear your new stuff you know it's like fashion is so seems so superficial but it's not. There's again, you're No,
0: if it makes the person feel good.
1: Yeah. You know, it's
0: the equivalent to getting your nails done, getting your hair done, putting on a fresh outfit. If it makes you feel good and it helps you shine when you present yourself to the world. from an outsider's
1: point of view it could be that way but it's you know it's like and it's it's a fine line but i think it's
0: again it's all about opinions do we really care because i'm not seeking external validation at this point in my life and that's like a practice it's a practice though it's like we're so programmed to worry about what do people think of my instagram posts what do people think of my outfit what do you feel good
1: that's that's what matters and you should feel good you deserve to like get that new pair of shoes if you've worked hard and can afford it, and you're you know you feel great about an accomplishment. You're celebrating a promotion, a milestone in your life. Go for it! I promise you, it will only take you further. You're going to be that much more confident. You're going to talk to that one person. You'll go, you know, ask that person out on a date. You won't hold it back. So it's um, it goes like bigger than just like I bought this new pair of shoes. I bought this new shirt. I yeah. love. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll take some more chances because you feel like an improved version of yourself.
0: Well, and I have to say that like with what you do with helping people feel their best via clothes, that's what I do via the home. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes, you know, maybe people think it's uh, dramatic or whatever, but I truly feel like interior design is a healing modality. It can change your life based on what you're filling your home with and surrounding yourself around. And you know what? Clothes could do the same.
1: Totally, and loving your space, and you know, waking up and feeling inspired by what what you're around, what you're putting on. So it, it is all encompassing, yeah. yeah. For sure. And
0: you 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 deserve you deserve better than no offense to those that love it, but you deserve better than Walmart. You deserve to go and pick out a fine piece of clothing. You deserve to pick out a fine sofa that's going to last you for twenty years and not be from some of these lower end retailers and you know, I, 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 love, I love me and Jason's friendship because even though we don't work in the same field, although you are talented with design, look at the pompous behind you. You did a great job there. Nice. Um, but uh, I have some too, guys. You can't see them, but great minds, like, like, here's some of, them. It, of anyway, um, you, you know, it, it's just fun. It's fun. Like finding like-minded people and, and talking this stuff through. So thank you guys. I think we've kind of droned on long enough. I'll have Jason on again and we'll tell more That's funny it. stories. Um, but yeah, thank you so much Jay, for being here. I really appreciate every second of your time and I wish you all the success in the world and I can't wait to hear more of your stories.
1: Thank you. That was so much fun. I hope you guys found value in what I said. Um, you know, sometimes you don't really realize, um, what you, you know, what you have to say until you actually sit down and you're asked these questions. Until
0: you're interviewed?
1: Yeah, like until, <laughs> until you're like interrogated. So it's, um, it's really, um, thank you again. It was really um nice and I hope to be back.
0: Yes. Okay, guys. So, Jay, thank you so much, and you have a great rest of your night. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey there. If you've made it this far, then guess what? You're one of those who are sticking around to help me clean up after the party. That's right. Grab a bag and let's do this thing. But really, though, this is the part where I ask for your help. I've created Design Your Reality as a way for people to get incredible information and meet awesome new people and i need your help getting the word out so if you can tell a friend about this podcast or screenshot an episode and post it on instagram tagging at tara rotelli if you do that i will be sure to repost your post or send you a thank you for being a loyal listener or maybe even a little gift hey, bribery. Um, the other thing you can do is leave a rating or review on whatever application you've used to access this content. Thank you so much. You're a champion. You're an incredible human. I love meeting my listeners. So please reach out and you can shoot me an email at podcast at if you'd like to talk or recommend a guest. Thanks so much and make it a great day.